Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Welcome to the Loose End Sports Show, the number one sports show on planet Earth. Proudly brought to you each and every week by the terrible person that runs Caffeine Gum Australia. Jed, I've got some great news. Arctic Mint is back in stock. I know you're a big Arctic Mint guy. Look, you're my mouth. There you go. There you go. Oh, you got the green boy. Definitely using that as an ad. That is spearmint for the ladies and gentlemen listening. Um, how are you, sir? I'm all right. I'm structureless without my work got cancelled because of the rain. So now I'm, I don't know what I am. I'm a shell of a human. I'm about to clean my You don't like change. You don't like change, do you? No, I like having shit to do. Maybe you might just away from your face a little bit. No, I'm going to go closer. Um, <laughs> you do like, whatever you want. Sorry. I like having things to do. And I'll, today I've got nothing to do. Pretty training, obviously, for everyone except the eastern suburbs this week is going to be very fucking difficult because um, we're five foot underwater everywhere in New South Wales. And uh, so, yeah, that's one thing to consider. And we are also playing east, so couldn't be any better. It's fucking wet, isn't it? Oh, well... The weekend was a fucking. It was actually. I don't know. It was. It was. It was. Our, our game is all right, but like I look. I watched the minis last night, um, which I'll come back to in a minute. But fuck me, it was wet everywhere. Crikey, some of those grounds. Most of these grounds aren't going to recover. Like hey, I don't Milner, know. Milner will never be the same again after that. What about fucking um, West Harbour played at St Luke's? Holy shit. Where's that? It's the one across the field that you warm up on. Fuck me drunk. Oh, you mean from Concord, like the back over? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to watch that. Oh, man. Well, they stand put out a thing or West Hart put out a thing saying it wouldn't be televised. I'm like, yeah, no shit. Oh, okay. Fuck. Um, you need, need to hire like drones and shit for that. Well, I don't know. you you need to hire a crowd. Fucking poor St. Luke's. That's not where you want to be playing first grade. Um, but yeah, it was. I don't know. It was. It was just a fucking monumentally wet weekend, um, which is fun at the time. But standing in the rain for seven hours probably doesn't make you feel very good. Well, I remember walking walking around the field at Milner, going, "Don't fall over! Don't fall over! Don't oh, fall over!" Fuck <laughs> you! I couldn't go anywhere. Like it, so stressful. Like, up to your ankles in mud. Yeah, you should have worn. I should have worn boots. Like I, I don't know. I was, yeah. I was fucking sopping wet. I actually had a shower after the game. It's very frowned upon as a coach. I had to wait all the way till the end. Um, <laughs> you just got in the start to start with everyone. <laughs> I was got saved by back boys. Wailing dudes straight off the bat. <laughs> but I had to have a shower. To how fucking cold it was. Um, but I don't know. It was a pretty class. It's a pretty classic wet weather game on the weekend, and I had a quick look around the grounds. And to be honest, most of them. <laughs> the stand minis, you know, you're in strife when it's a six minute highlight reel and highlight number one's coming in the 32nd minute of the game. And that happened at least three of the games. Like, I'm looking at a scrum and it's like minute 28. And I'm like, oh shit, what an absolute shit show this game must have been. Yeah, I think it was uh, perfect for those teams that have British playmakers. <laughs> Let's just say that. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I obviously it's not a running rugby style of weekend, and I think that the more rugby you did play, the probably the worse off you might have been, hypothetically. Hundred percent. Um, but no, it was look, very interesting. I probably yeah. wouldn't have enjoyed it as a spectator, but no. Um, 
you know, the, um, being on. the 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 Fijian drawer seven was playing for Hunter. Yeah, but like it's just like he's a gun, but like could not have been a worse game for him to play for Hunter. Like I saw him warming up, and I was like, he's fucking massive, really good player, but like you know, he probably won't touch the ball today. So. You know, it was one of those games where if you did have power players, like they're, they're just going to get taken out. And it was a duel of basically set pieces and kicking uh, across the board. I had a look at Sydney Uni scored fucking 27 rolling more tries. Um, and that was pretty much the tail of the tape across across the board, to be honest. So there wasn't too much exciting. What else is happening? You you are like my one sort of uh, glimpse into the outside world. Otherwise, I'm just very insular, wandering bear, just trying to work out how to build the brand. What else Even is nice. happening? Well, I don't know. Just educate me. That's why I talk to you. Tell me what's going on. What have you planned for this episode? As everyone knows, I never planned anything. Even though I've got a few questions for you. Yeah, I know. Well, I've got I've got I need to tick off some things. There was a fucking absolute plethora of rugby from the weekend. How many of the games did you watch? Did you watch any of the test matches? Yeah, I watched I watched most of the A game, obviously the like half of the Kiwi game, all of the Wallabies game, the shorts of the Tonga, Samoa. Like I watched my fair few. I didn't get to like French I mean the French barbarians playing the USA, but I I did my best. Um the yeah, look, the the A team I didn't think were very good. They didn't play very well. No, I only saw the I only saw the score. Um, apparently, Samoa comfortable win at the end. Yeah, they, it was sort of kind of like they were. They just weren't clicking. It just looked like a team who hadn't really trained that much together, which they haven't. Um, almost like a throw together team, just picked at random. Yeah, almost like a team thrown together to try and cap players for that country. So I, I um, like they couldn't hit set piece in the first half. They just they spent like twenty minutes in Samoa's fucking A zone trying to score, and they just couldn't do it. So. Lots of drop ball. The game was still there to be had. Being like, I said to someone, like, it's not a very good Samoa team. And they were like, well, that is a Samoa team. Then so be it. It's not a great side. Like in world rugby, I think that the Australia A team would probably want to win that. Um, and I think they probably would with more prep or like a different prep or something. But they, they just weren't, they weren't great. They were a bit scratchy. I think they'll be better. You watch the entertainers of world rugby, Fiji. I think they played Tonga. Yeah, so here's the thing, thing. everyone. I fucking had this debate with many people. Everyone's going, Oh my goodness, look at this Tonga team. Fucking Israel Falau, Malika Fekatoa, Charles Petio. My mate, some of these guys are fucking old as shit. Like, Israel Falau had one touch and got injured. Fekatoa was okay. Charles Petio is still a good player, but like, these guys, they're fucking old. Like, their primes are long and long ago. Like, they're not. I wasn't looking at that Tongan side and going, man, that's going to rip up. I was like, like it didn't surprise me that Fiji tore him to shreds, considering that the core component of the Fiji, Fiji team just done a full season. You know what's funny? I was going to have this chat with you at some stage when I remembered it, but you know how people always, they get this perception of you and then it's almost like that just stays until you absolutely destroy it. It's like the perception of these guys is still them when they're in their prime. And now they've got to overseas, made a bunch of money, probably not, you know, playing high level test rugby week in, week out, and it's reflecting in how they're playing. Yeah, you know, but pe- people still look at them and go, "Fuck Israel for that's a gun." Yeah, I mean that's yeah. it. Like, is is he like if you really look at it? When was the last time he played properly? Like he was he was in England fucking around in rugby league, and then he was in Japan playing fucking 
like on this thing, two touches a game sort of thing. Like he hasn't played proper rugby in a long, long time. So yeah, I know like Fekato is still like a a name brand guy, but like I don't know. I always thought he's a little bit limited as a center. Um, Charles Petau is still a weapon, but like he's not going to win the game for you. Look, oh, it just didn't surprise me that Fiji put on a clinic. I didn't. Having said that, the, Tonga had about five tries disallowed, but. Yeah. Is there a country on planet Earth with more rugby talent per capita than Fiji? It's absurd how many good rugby players come from that place. Mm. Look at all the Fijians that have played for Australia, currently are playing for Australia. Yeah, probably not. No, probably not. The it's, Blacks. it's incredible. It's incredible. Incredible talent base. Um, for Pro D2, top 14 in France. There's a lot of Fijians playing. Yeah, it's incredible. It's yeah, an incredible, yeah. incredible talent base and like just very genetically gifted people who are, but also, you know, like very tough people who are good at, good at the sport. So it doesn't really surprise me that, you know, they don't have some of it, the, but they don't have their stars either. Um, well, they don't That's have right. some of this. Like, where's Semi? Where's Josh Tuasova? Like, and they're putting on a fucking clinic against Tonga. So it was, it was cool. It was cool. But the, the, the divide between, I think, the the island nations and sort of even the Wallabies is now. Oh, I think it's massive now. It's it, like there, there's years where it's like not as big, and like Samoa beat Australia, and like you know, I think it's huge now. Like it's it's big. I think if they got given regular internationals against top class opposition with a centralized system where they had more time to train together, prepare, do you think that would make a difference? Yes, but they've got massive problems with their administration bodies, all of them. I think except maybe Fiji, but like Samoa's had a corrupt governing body and so is Tonga for like a decade. They're always infighting and like pissing away their money and stuff like that. So it, look, it'd be a very difficult place to go and play. They don't get paid. Any, like you, you hear the stories like from the, remember the seven stories from Tonga and Samoa. Like it's fucking, Mambo, yeah. it's just disgusting. So... If it was set up properly, yes, but I don't think the cattle's like you, you get honestly, you, you can have a world class 13 and a club footballer at six. So, like, there's a huge diversity in talent there. Well, look, as we've all learned, if it's not functioning off field, it's pretty hard for it to function on field. Yeah. So, uh, um, what do you think of the Wallabies game? Oh, fuck me. They did well, they did really well. First thing is, oh, like I know, I know what Darcy Swain did was a red card, right? I understand it has to be a red card, but like, it's just such a fucking waste. Darcy Swain, if you hear this somehow, he's a big fan of this show. You had two options, right? Like, I know he's like sort of like the rough tumble second right anyway. He should have bailed that guy up and put one on his fucking chin. He gets a red card. He's out of the series anyway. <laughs> You take that guy out of the game because you just fucking knocked him out. You probably become a cult hero, right? Instead, you sort of jam your head lightly into his head. You get red card. And in 90% of other games, you fuck the team. Like, I honestly think that the red card is now so fucking... You might, he might as well just knock that guy out. I think he would have ended up with yeah. a bigger following, like a, a reputation as a bad, like a badass. And you take that guy out of the game. That guy came on 10 minutes later. If you are going to get a red card, you may as well fucking get a red card. 100%. Like, I, so I, I take him down, choke him unconscious in front of everyone. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, just exactly. A bit of ground, a bit of ground and pound. <laughs> Snap kick. Tr- get in a triangle. <laughs> Snap kick into the fucking temple. Like, if you're going to do it, do it properly because he's going to get like three games standing in front of some old dinosaur somewhere and they'll be like, oh, this is such a bad thing. Like, when really his head like grazed the other guy's head. He'll get three weeks off. Go get six weeks off and just fucking snap kick him in the head. Like, who cares? I just think he would have ended up better for everyone if he did that. Um, well, pe- people still talk about Eric Cantona kicking the guy in the crowd from Manchester United all those years ago. I know you're a big soccer guy, so obviously you get that yeah. reference. Football. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, football, huge, sorry. Huge football yeah. guy, mate. I he love it. He just done that. Just fucking elbow him in the face. Fucking little bit of a spinning elbow. Just do anything you know? if you're going to get ratted. Um, but they were very impressive. Like, can I make a bold statement? Yeah. I actually think it was better having Lola CEO on there. Uh, maybe. I mean, who knows what you're going to get with Quake Cooper? Who knows? Well, Everyone, well, everyone's still smoking his pole since because he played one decent test last series, but the games after that test, he wasn't very good. Um, Lola CEO is, is a non predominantly Brumby's, predominantly Brumby's back line. Yeah. Uh, I just think having that that sort of consistency at 10 probably paid a bit of dividends at the end, even though, even though it would have been disruptive as fuck. That whole debacle pretty much was just hard oh. to listen to. You know what? He the, the, the final thing was calf awareness. It wasn't a calf it wasn't calf strength, it was calf awareness. He was aware that he had a calf um and pulled out of the game. So it was it was tough going for me as a listener. And then obviously you add in the goat. The, the greatest all-time commentator, Sonny Bull, <laughs> to that mix. And you get the Uso. Let's bring him, let's bring him up in a sec. No, bring him up in a sec. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, 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 like I, probably as I got older, I'd rather miss a week than miss eight weeks. Do you know what I mean? So if he felt like his calf might go, I get I get it. It's a little bit of softness. And I, I've never had that uh, chance to play 10 for Australia, so I'm not sure what I would have done. But if missing one week is better than missing 12 or eight weeks. Or six or four, you know. Yeah, probably. And we won. So who gives a fuck? They, they played well. They showed a lot of grit. They did some good. Sh- they did some good shit. Karevi looked good. Marika looked good. Um, Tom Banks's broken arm was fucking disgusting. Yep. Um, so all I was thinking was someone shove a whistle in that guy's goblet real fast. Like get it, get a whistle into him. There's way too long. Oh, I don't know if Tom he, he hears this, but there's too long in delay for the whistle. Like. He should have had a whistle in his mouth by the time he took his second breath. You used, to, you used to get whistles when you did like a stinger or something. You know? <laughs> no, I've, ne- you know, I've actually never had a whistle. I've never uh, had a whistle. Why are you winking? Six pack of, wh- <laughs> six packs of, six pack of whistles on a Sunday afternoon. Um, but yeah, I, I was just like, holy shit, he clearly compound broken his arm. Like he needs, he needs a whistle badly. But that was, that was disgusting. Now, let's just bring this up. Let's bring up the elephant in the room. You were trending viral on Instagram on the weekend um, for your comments regarding Sonny Bill Williams' commentary. <laughs> Unbelievable, bro. Um, can I, uh, like, okay, like anyone that's watched a lot of the Stan Sport commenta- commentary, you know, the shoot shield, the club rugby would go, look, there are some good commentators. There are some less than good commentators. And how do these guys get a job how do these guys get a job jed is it because he's a celebrity boxer now you know was he a good league player is that why he gets this no, job? he's like i've sat i've i've done, I said this before he's he's one of the all-time great athletes like i've sat in rooms defended him as a like a better athlete than 
LeBron James and things like that, multi-sport athlete who, you know, dominated across the codes. But when you when you have to talk for a living and like your vernacular, the way you speak, the way you put sentences together is your job. And like you you, you can't actually fucking finish a sentence, then you're gonna be in strife from the outset. So as soon as He's we started, fuck, then. <laughs> yeah, as, yeah. as soon as they were, as soon as they were doing their commentary team warm up, him and Morgan Thurinui fucking walk in the streets, and he's just absolutely blabbering. Like honestly, I could have taken any excerpt from the whole fucking game, and it would have made people laugh. Like it, I was just getting messages left, right, and center, going, "Holy shit, have you heard this?" So, Sunny people, one of the all-time fucking greatest athletes, but like. You know, even when Quaid got injured, he's in the sheds fucking hugging him. Mate, the guy's got calf awareness. Relax. You know, like, you know, so, so the also is, a, you know, this and that. It's just disappointing. And uh, back to you in the studio, Chubby. And I was like, <laughs> fuck me. This is um, bad. Bad. You know, you know what I reckon? It's not hard to be interesting, is it? Like, just be interesting. I don't know. He's very fucking interesting. He's interesting as a study on CTE. That's what he's interesting at. But he's not, like, just communicate and be interesting. Say what you like. Say outrageous things. Who gives yeah. a fuck? He you should know. be in there, and he shouldn't be on the sideline. He should be in the box, just going, "Oh shit, what a shot! What a <laughs> shot!" No, seriously, like color. He should be the color commentator, like, uh, "Oh man, did you see? Did you see the flick out of the back of the hands? Like that should be him. It shouldn't be like, uh, what did you think of the first half?" Nola Lalesio actually gave him an answer post match that was so like eloquent that afterwards I'll have to post it. He goes, um. Yeah, bro, I thought you had a good get- uh, back to you in the studio. Like, he just it was like, what What are those words? So, they're not going to stop. I'm not going to stop. Um, you I say think- vociferous? Vociferous. Vociferous. Uh, there was a bit of a melee and he created a hullabaloo and the ball playing was vociferous. Oh, cure yeah. up, bro. Yep. Uh, fair enough. And anyway, back to the studio. So, uh, it was just, yeah, incredible. And the good thing is we got weeks and weeks to look forward to that. The stand team in their fucking for some reason, bro. Why do they wear fucking white shoes with their suits? Uh, why do they wear white shoes with their suits? Just wear a fucking suit. Let's just say how, how good how good is Stan? Just quietly, it's how so good honestly, is it is fucking outstanding. Because like, it's awesome. You can watch two blokes just fucking fighting in the back of the Dubbo, and they'll have a mini of it. It's fantastic. Just give me the fucking highlights of the Jake Paul, whoever he's fighting next fight. The um, two jabs. I, I was watching um the some minis last night, and I will say though the shoot shield commentary because I think they at some point they I don't know how they do their research or you put in fun facts about yourself before this. I don't know how it's done, but like there's like 32 year olds scoring tries and they're like a fine product of uh, Epping Boys High School. Uh, it goes in in the corner there, and it just reminded me of like. They, they do clutched straws in terms of commentary. There's that so UFC, they, um, you know, I the UFC moon where yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah. and these two men are both being involved in custody battles with their children. Like, <laughs> it was, it's just like that at Stan. Um, when um, the, the week that I was head coach against Power earlier in the year, they actually re- reach out to you and ask you questions. So, oh. there you go. There you go. So, I'm sure Batch, Batch probably gets that every so often. Yeah, and yeah, Wayland is I've actually got, only got, forty years of age, not sixty-five. You know, shit like that. His BMI is fifty-four. <laughs> yeah, things like that. It's, it's um, I was yeah. They, I think they do a good job for the most part. I, I, I do watch the games on mute, but that's only because I like. I don't really want to listen to it. 
You just want to listen to the voices in your head. <laughs> no, I don't want to listen to them. <laughs> but I can't like I can't listen to like too many like name pronunciations of shit. Just they start to shit me. So I don't. I don't At the grand announcer announcing Celeste's name on. Um, <laughs> oh, so let's see. I was going to say, is there a wider club in the shoot shield than Eastwood? Not, mate. Have a look. No, we're not. Celeste Mamalanga. It's Ma'amalonga. Ma'amalonga. The um, our ground announcer often oversteps. Like the instead of announcing like uh, try to hunter in the corner, he'll be like. And after a questionable decision, Hunter <laughs> scored. I'm like, just read the fucking try, mate. Read the try. Oh, the one week they were like, uh, I think it was like Tane had gone to the Tars or something. And they were like, Jackson Bird coming up after Tane was called into the Waratahs team. Congratulations, Tane. And like, that was his announcement for being in the team. <laughs> <laughs> and at Inside Center, I was like, Jesus, just read the I name. That. I write that. <laughs> read the fucking name, these poor blokes. He's copying That's a pizzling. funny, And he's only here because Tane has gone to the Waratahs. Exactly. It was exactly <laughs> like that. I was like, fuck me. Like, he's, just, he's running out just listening, going, oh, Jesus. Um, yeah. Uh, that's, all uh, that's, all, that's all I got from footy on the weekend. And uh, the Wallabies winning is always a fucking good thing, Jack. Bless me. Oh, well, the All Blacks, all Blacks are the best team by a fucking million, million children. I'm going to watch that game tonight. Did I just tear him apart? Yep. Oh, I could imagine. I could imagine. I um, I got a good message on Saturday as I was prepping, and by prepping, I mean going to the toilet before my game. Um, <laughs> Damien Quinn, um, he was having a beer with his mate, and he thought, "How good would a shoot shield magic round be?" And I was like, "That's not a bad idea." Like, I don't just, just have them all at the same ground. Yeah. So he said, "Like art." <coughs> Uh, and he also suggests you could you could flog your caffeine pills at those games. So, but I, I um I was thinking that would be fucking that would be good. I don't know where you would do it. You would probably need. I mean, you could do like that because it plays into the night. You, you could do three games on a Saturday, three games on a Sunday, one game Friday night, two and three. Um, Let's do it for the Gold Coast. Take the whole shoot shield to the Gold Coast. That's a f- awful idea. We'll play on the Friday night. And then we'll, <laughs> and then we'll, we'll go um, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. To Eastwood will have the bye, and uh, we'll come, <laughs> though. Um, that would be literally recipe for disaster. If, luckily, most of the shoot shield people like are nameless and therefore oh, won't be in Jen, the paper. Oh, I know where we should fucking go. Kara. Kara. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious, though. Like, I think, imagine I a shoot shield. Kara. I was going to say Imagine a shoot shield magic round that you rotate. So, like. Hypothetically, like we put it in Kara next year, so the whole town's place, packed, the, the, all, the, all the places packed um, the next year, and this fulfills the Sydney rugby fucking independent declaration of independence that everyone follows. Like, and then next year we have you know six games in Dubbo. The next year we have six games in Mudgee. It would be fucking very cool, um, and it'd be a great chance for people who are like out of state and whatnot to come down and watch a shitload of rugby. Um, it's, I thought it was a pretty good idea. I'm surprised. I, I no agree completely. Well, you know why they haven't thought of it is because it involves a lot of thinking. No, it, also it involves, I was thinking about it, people, money. Who, make, money people well. who make money on their gates, so yeah. like rats, manly, or pretty much fucking everyone in the comp, you know, they'll lose 15, 20 grand. So you have to figure out a way of reimbursing the cost. Um, <laughs> but then again, if the shoot shield fucking minister for 
defense or whoever the fuck makes these decisions just said we're doing it, then we do it. And G would be a fucking good party. No, wouldn't it? I like that, Jed Gillespie. That's some quality from you. Who said yeah. that? Let's give them a shout out. Fuck yeah. Damo, Damo Quinn. Shout out to Damo Quinny. Good bloke. Yep. What else, you got? what else you got for me? I got a couple of Instagram questions. Uh, while you're uh, uh, while you're looking into that, do you want, I'll just go very quickly. They're very easy questions. Okay. After Cowra, where is the next best place to live in New South Wales? That's a great question. There's really no close second, is there? It's not the El Paso Lodge in Baronia Park. I tell you that. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm starting to think. Penrith. Yeah, it's either Penrith, West Ride, uh, where I live. I like Mudgy. I was look. I was always a big. I'm a big Mudgy. I like Mudgy and Barrel. So those those two come into my top three. Um, I've never been. Never been to either of them. Your Mudgy's very good nightlife. Very it's that- fucking very fun. Yeah, they obviously have the. It's a shame I don't drink anymore. Well, yeah, I look. I've been there a couple of times. Bow is a little bit sleepy. It's it's for the wealthy down there, so I'm not allowed there all the time. But sometimes when I do get down there, it's very very nice. Just once a month on payday. Yeah, exactly, bro. Uh, one more final, two more questions. Sorry, and then we'll go back to your well-educated, um, you know, planned out podcast. If rugby didn't exist, would you still be into sports? Yeah, probably more so. I would be. I'd be into. I, I wish I'd. I would be into way more sport. I mean, if you're like different countries are into different shit. Like if you're American, you're just into sport. Yeah. Like Australians are pretty sporty, but like usually like majority of people into rugby league. You got your rugby league team. Like when you're in the states, like you got your you got your college team, you got your baseball team, you got your like. I like that. I, I like that aspect of living over there. So I would be into like. I don't know. Be where, where did you live? You live San Diego, eh? yeah, so they have a number of professional teams in that town. Nah, they they had the the, the Padres, the baseball, and then they yeah, had yeah. like a AHL um, hockey team, which was very good to go to. It's one step below NHL, but it's like two dollar beers, fighting. It's really good. Um, and then they got a big college, SDSU, and then you know you just support whoever the fuck you support. But like Sundays, NFL Sundays, like baseball season, like a, I think it would be. I think if rugby didn't exist, I would support a lot more sports than I do. Now it's really just rugby and sort of fighting and boxing. Gambling, gambling as well. Gambling's not a sport. It's not officially recognized yet. Actually, last night, I, as people got me on Instagram, I was watching American slap fighting. Um, oh, yeah. That's I'm, awesome. Yeah, I'm usually into the Russian slap fighting, but I'm taking a stance with Ukraine and not watching that at the moment. Um, watching the, <laughs> the American the American leg of the slap fighting, which is very fucking... Tell you what, you want some good viewing? Go watch American Underground Slap Fighting. It is fucking outstanding. Okay, good. I needed a new sport. I'm kind of into darts and uh, you know, yeah, drinking I mean, kind of stuff. Bro, slap fighting, I'm telling you, I was actually contemplating last night setting up an underground slap fighting tournament in Sydney. Um, uh, I mean, you affect... Sports presents. <laughs> yeah, they just do it in pubs over there because it's illegal. So they just do it like late notice in pubs. It is what it sounds like. You just stand across from the guy. There's rules around like where you can move your feet, can't move your feet. Can they defend themselves? Or you just no, no, no. You've got to take it on the chin. So you get like a little earplug so you don't burst your eardrum. I then slap you. If you like, you know, don't get knocked out, you slap me back. And you affect, in the American one, you effectively just go until someone taps out. It is fucking stimulating viewing. Stimulating. Slap. That's what I'm going to do until the rain stops. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, it's taken off in it's taken off in Russia. And I know, <laughs> so it's, so it's going to work everywhere. Well, it's taken off in Russia, and they have they bet on it. You got pay per views. You got it's massive there. So I've been following for three or four years now. But I think if we did a pay per view slap fighting, and we just sort of invited some of the big units from the Shoot Shield in, um, and put up I don't know like a five thousand dollar fucking first prize, you, you get a lot of views. A lot of people would watch that. Do you guys still do cockfighting over at Eastwood? Uh, with chickens or? <laughs> well, i got nothing else to <laughs> Well, actually, that, that, get, that brings me to, oh, I'll go, oh, do you want to do one? Because if I lose my track of thought, I can never get that back. No, no, you go your track of thought. You go your track of thought. We, um, I, I just go, I'm like a pinball. So yeah, I'll yeah. just come back to it. Pinball, pinball. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> my brain's like a fucking pinball. Um. What's your? We have like at East. I suppose our our tradition is when you make your first grade debut, you sort of, you know, it has to be a win. So it's your first win, and on your first win, you sort of strip off <coughs> like during the club song. That's effectively it. And people hurl shit at you, and um, you know, it's not it's nothing excessive, but like that's that's I suppose what what the initiation is. Is there anything like that at South, or like have you heard of any? Sort of crazy no, one. The, the South boys, you just scull a beer, your first grad debut. Um, I don't know what the Wildfires boys do. No, I haven't really heard of anything. I, I know a lot of clubs present you with a first grade tie, which I think is kind of cool, and I wish South had done that. Um, yeah. Uh, <coughs> East would do that as well. Yeah. You guys do that? No, but nothing crazy. No, There's no, no nudity. They should do that. Yeah, I reckon they should. I, I I reckon it's a big thing. Like when you play a hundred first grade games, they should make a big deal out of it. Yeah, I, I mean, you get a pewter. I, I like the pewters. Like you sort of just, I like them. But like I think a couple of clubs in Canberra. So if you just say you play a hundred first grade games, I can't remember the name of the club. Might be Vikings or something like that. You get a pewter, so they present you with the Jed Gillespie pewter. Every time you're in the bar, the pewter's on the wall. So all you got to do is go grab your pewter, come down, you get free piss as long as you're drinking out of the pewter for the rest of your life in that pub, in that That's, club. That is fucking very cool, isn't it? I, I should find out the name of it. It was a couple of the boys that went on the bar bars tour with us told us that. I can't remember who, though. I thought they were all from Vikings. Might have been Vikings. Might have been Vikings. Yeah. The, um. That's very cool. I, I like I like that a lot. No more, not so much just because you could just get plastered, but like you sort of get a 40, 50 year old guy and he just goes grabs his pewter off the wall, you know. Yeah, forty years later, it's, you know, it's a bit of tradition. I like it. Yeah, it's cool. We we like we have boards like that inside the clubhouse, like you know, for hundred first grade games and like all that shit. And oh, I think the last time it was updated was like twenty ten. Because it's still got the shoot shield split in half, so fuck me. Like it'd be, it's cool to see. Like I understand budget doesn't go to that shit, but like it, it, it's it's very cool when you do have history. Is, history is important. Very important. One of my favorite subjects, and I, I agree. Um, but the reason I asked about the um, initiations because um, we, oh, I, like I told that we got a young pommy guy over, and I told him like, yeah, this is you know the initiation. He was like. Oh yeah, that's sweet. And I was like, right, over like what's what's the chat he's I like, mate at university, like he started telling me about his initiation and it was like it was fucking horrific. So I don't know whether they're getting bored in the UK, but it was like you sit oh, in a fucked up things over you there. sit in a circle and drink like two liters of milk and then two liters of port or something, and then oh. you take turns throwing up on the guy in the middle. And I'm like, the, what the f- 
what the fuck is going on here? That's yeah, you can't do that anymore. Do they still do that? Yeah. And then South he was- used to do before I forget, because I am a bit of a goldfish sometimes. South used to have a, a, a first time bus trip. So anytime you did your first bus trip with South, it was your virgin bus trip. Yeah. And yeah. it used to be disgraceful. Absolutely disgraceful. I've seen guys getting full on fist fights, vomiting all over each other, vomiting all over themselves, nude runs, all that shit. Police eventually uh clamped down on it. And uh now it's pretty much, you know, banned. I think as soon as COVID went, bus trips kind of went anyway, even though the wildfires boys go on one every two weeks. Um, but, but yeah, but absolutely disgraceful. So back to you. Sorry, Jim. Yeah, yeah. Like you've said, it's like you're saying it's like freezing cold. You got to be fully naked. They take you down to like a fucking lake somewhere. Honestly, it was starting to go a little bit fucking, a little bit dicey from the get go. But like he's like, like hazings in college. Yeah, like you split up into three teams <laughs> and you fucking. Vomit on each a, other, you find it, a virgin and you, uh, <laughs> you, you know. and then he's like, You got an elephant walk to the next station, which I'm not going to explain what that is. But and then <laughs> at the next station, you got to drink like six of these, and then they like you got to get vomited on once. I'm like, What the fuck are you talking? About? What are you talking about? So I think here's, here's an idea just say no, <laughs> no, you can't say no. You know how I'm not doing that. You know how important peer pressure is. I'm all I thought was. Oh, Thank fuck I didn't go to England or ever go to uni in England. Like, that sounds horrific. You just say, no, I'm not doing that. I'll drink your beers, but I'm not vomiting all over my mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh. and, I'm lactose, and I'm lactose intolerant, so I don't do milk. Yeah. Oh, that, Almond that's... milk, yes. <laughs> yeah, quick, yeah, quick, we need two liters of almond milk for Chubby. Please make make it... sure it's cold. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Um... The bus trips is a good point because, like, the early parts of my shoot shield career was marked by bus trips, and that's something that oh, I think probably Stouts kept would keep alive a lot longer than other clubs just because you guys have a good social setting. But our bus trips died, like, you know, really like 2011 or 2012. Like, we stopped doing bus trips, and they were really, really fun when you're young. Like, you know, you, 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 <laughs> so finish, you look forward to them. You look forward oh, they're to so them. fun, and that you like you. Like, if it'd be awful to be that bus driver. They effectively just fucking light a match and burn the bus after the... <laughs> where, where, where would you go? Where would you go? Penrith? Um, well, we yeah, <laughs> we usually do Penrith, but, mm, yeah, you, we do Penrith. We do South as well. Um, even So you get a solid trip. Yeah, good. I mean, fuck, anything at... Yeah. To be honest, anything at 5.30 on a Saturday is a solid trip. Like, you know, yeah. even manly, like, fucking anything. But... You know, they do one until a year and then everyone be back at the club and it was just very, very fun. Um, but they, they've gone. They're gone. They're dead. And so it sounds like Hunter are the only ones who's still doing. Yeah, the boys do one every couple of weeks, which I think is fucking insane. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't relatively, know. This, relatively sensible, I'm told. I haven't done one yet. So, Well, the, the um, yeah, like obviously the bus trips when you're, a step higher, like NRC or something like that. They, they were a little bit different. There's still a lot of drinking, but the club bus trips are like, you know, like like you said, people are fucking Russian slap fighting, fucking they're naked, hanging out of the windows and stuff. So I can understand why the clubs don't encourage it. Um, what, what I got one for you. What was what's like the South Shindig? Like Eastwood for when I was a 16 years old to when I was 25, it was a cruise. There'd be a cruise every year, and that was like the fucking thing that would happen on the social calendar, and it was oh. very, very, very fun. 
great and Colts. I could imagine that that would have been fucking. Imagine you guys all all your white collars out in the city wearing chinos and stuff. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I go and it, it picks you up on the beautiful Parramatta River and That's drops right. you off. It drops you off at fucking Cargo Bar, and then <laughs> you just get rejected from Cargo Bar and go home. So it's a, it's a hell of a night. Um, they used to do they used to do this thing called Beers of the World, which was like you. You know when you're in a pub and they sort of make a bus and you get on the bus and you got to drink a different beer depending what what country you are. Yeah, it was that. Um, bus trips were a big one. There was like all there's all sorts of random things. They usually just have bands and stuff. There's any excuse to have a party at that place. Uh, it's probably quieted down the last couple of years since COVID, but they're the, they're the big ones I can remember. Yeah, I I, I missed the cruise. Yeah. Like it was. It was chaotic, but it was sort of like you can't go as a coach, so are they still doing it? Oh, actually, I need to. I'm writing that down as a note because I share something I want to talk about. But the they don't do as much these days. The boys actually, it was really good after the game on Saturday. Like everyone stuck around. There's a lot of old boys there um, for a really fucking shit rainy day, um, and then they went to the local pub at Epping, which for some reason was pumping. We are which, and I was sitting at home in bed, and I was thinking. I want to be there. But I'll come back to that. The one I forgot is, before I forget, Cargo Bar. Now, have you been to Cargo Bar? I've only been during the day. I've never actually been to a Cargo Bar night. Because apparently it used to be like a restaurant during the day. Yeah, yeah. So nightclub at night? Yeah. So I was a regular there for a long time. But the early, 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 they had a Gordon affiliation. So if you played for Gordon, like upstairs is like, I don't know, the cool spot. Downstairs is not the cool spot. I don't fucking know. But like upstairs where you want to be. If you had a Gordon affiliation, they give you a card. And then that turned into a TARS affiliation. But the TARS affiliation actually gave you a $50 credit on the bar for every day. I have been there before. Been there before. This is the yeah. one on the water. At the yeah, yeah. Been, at I Darling Harbour. So yeah, I, I, went there. There. I went there and I had no idea about this TARS thing. I, was, I, wasn't, I hadn't quite like cracked that. I was probably 2019. I went with Luke Jones, um, who ha- who was sort of in and around the Tars. Maybe he'd just gone to the force. I don't know. And he, he knew go there for lunch every day, pretty much, didn't they? They he knew all about it. So we, we walk in uh, and he's like, Righto, uh, who's Greg Peterson? And I'm like, What? <laughs> and he's like, Righto, uh, you can be Ben Robbo, I'll be Greg Peterson. Here we go. And you went to the bar, he's like, Greg Peterson. They're like, oh, Okay, sweet. Like, you know, $50 fucking fish bowl of drinks, like a massive thing. And then as soon as he just kept going back with diff- under different aliases. So we're just <laughs> flogging the Tars. And as soon as midnight ticks over, it's the next day's card. So I'm like, this is fucking genius. So many, many times a fake Tatafu plotter now would be showing up to cargo to get his $50 free card. Um, that's, fucking, that's fucking genius. Yeah, it was really, really good. And it was... It was an absolute haven of sort of rugby heads from the northwest region for uh, good. Yeah, I didn't, fit in, I didn't fit in at that place for some reason. Why not? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Didn't you have? Didn't you have your chinos? I was wearing chinos. Oh fuck, mate! It was. It's one of. It was one of those. You know, one of those play. Oh, I don't know if you do. You come from the fucking scums of the shy, but you know <laughs> what's it? What are the seckies like down there? Because Darling Harbour is very dicey on security. No, oh, they're fine now. They used to be absolute fuckwits, but. Um, I actually like it when they kick me out now, but but yeah, they're fine. I think since COVID, everyone just wants you to come in. Yeah, true. Yeah. Well, 
back in you know but back in those days where it was like oh man we can't have four guys come in like, oh what? yeah yeah you're like, you're like, you're not with fuck. any girls you know yeah. any girls you're like fucking what the fuck are you talking about this like four girls behind us like just let us into the fuck look so you have to get a vip card but the the guy on the uh, door at um cargo at the time he's like an influencer now and he just fucking hated seeing it every Saturday how many beers there. have you had I've legitimately had four beers nah like, we'd roll in yeah. and it just it'd sort of be like mate you know what's gonna happen here like we're just gonna annoy you till you let us in and you're alright I fucking go in right. well, I'm gonna spend a couple hundred bucks I'm gonna cause literally no problems leave quietly and, you know you're losing money not letting me in I wish I could I, say that was the case I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna spend more money than she's gonna spend you know yeah exactly like oh fuck do you ever go to Greenwood? Oh, fucked if I know. Chubby. Where's that? No, nah, different vintage. That was the Thursday night venue around here. Oh, no, 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 no. Not a Thursday. Well, I'm not going to say I'm not a Thursday night guy, but, you know, it fits and starts through my life. But no, I haven't. Yeah, that was just the same sort of thing. It was. What are very... you going to mention about coaches? You said. Yeah, you I was going to say it's only, it's only bit as everyone's, everyone just um, is like, oh, you miss, I don't miss playing. I still don't miss playing. I don't. I couldn't miss playing any less. But the one thing I do miss is I don't. It it does suck when you you, you don't really get to like. I don't. I'm not, I'm not really. I'm not really a big drinker. Like I, I, and there's no winking on that. I, I I drink like if you have a house party, I'll fucking drink. If you have a wedding, I'll drink. But I'm not like a you know go to the pub every Saturday, punch ten schooners. But you like don't Saturday, like for it basically. Hmm. You don't like paying for it. No, I just want it to be a good event. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm poor. But <laughs> like Saturday, I would have loved to go to the, like tracks and just fucking, it would have been so fun. But it's just not, and look, not quite the right look. You know, like Thursday after training for 10 years, I went in, had dinner, uh, like, you know, with the boys, watched the league. I don't, I don't do that anymore. So uh, that is one aspect where I, I, I do miss that aspect. It's not, the, it's not camaraderie necessarily. It's just like you, you don't get to do those things. No, no, I agree. And most coaches got married with kids, so they can't. You're not going to go so. I mean, you probably didn't have to so. really kick the heel in there, like with that last. Did you? Did you really? <laughs> that have to do that? That wasn't. I know, but like, I'm already on the ground. So how about we just don't lay the boot in? Are you with me? Um, have you ever? Have you? Obviously, you got some, you know, quality human beings as coaches through the Eastwood years. But have you ever sort of seen a coach? without naming names, that's put themselves in a situation you've gone, oh, they probably shouldn't have done that. 100%. 100%. And a bit like it, I don't think, I think there's times and places. Like, I think, again, like, not to mention my favorite place in the world, but like, if we go on a trip to Cow, right? Oh, you have to there. You're going to see, like, your coaches yeah. and the players, we're all fucking nowhere near Sydney. We're all going to go to the same pub, you know. But, you know, on a Saturday night, well, you know, you, when the boys finish up and they go back to someone's house and then go to the pub, like, yeah, that's it's not, not really the place for you, you know. So, and have I seen coaches do that? Yeah, I have. And to be honest, a lot of the times it doesn't end well. And it's not to say that there's a, there's like an event or like something bad happens, but it's just, it's not a good, it's not a particularly, like, I've seen some coaches fucking blasted, wasted, saying things they shouldn't and okay. like, you know, that falls back on the player or like, you know, leaking things that they shouldn't leak and like then the player's fucking upset and, and shit like that. And it's, 
it's just unprofessional. It just doesn't look good. It doesn't matter how what level you're at. It just you, you can't be doing that. And inevitably, as well as you know, if you go out and have ten beers, and everyone's had ten beers, some well, at least thirty percent of the players are gonna be like, mate, mate, like, what, 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 what do you think? Like, what, really, like, what have I got to do? Like, or like, you know, like, I'm sorry about that. Like this, like, you know, selections or this and that. It's just not a good. Uh, it's not a good dynamic. I saw a guy. Um, here we go. At a bar at a bar somewhere. I won't say specifics, but one of the guys gets kicked out. Deservedly so. They were acting like annoying drunk prick. I was happy that they got kicked out. It wasn't me, by the way. And the coach, and he's there's like a bit of push and shove with the bouncers because this guy won't leave quietly. So the coach gets up, has been drinking all day, absolutely off his head, and starts pushing and shoving with the bouncers in front of everyone in like a very public spot during like four in the afternoon, peak hour, peak hour for like a Saturday. And I just remember looking at it and going, that's not a not a position I'd ever want to be as a coach because I always wanted to be a coach. And I'm looking at it and going, uh, that guy's kind of lost me now. Yeah, that's that's it, eh? Like, yeah. And again, there's, there's times and there's places. So like at the end of the season, you know, if you have like, I don't think like coaches don't go to Silly Sunday at Eastwood. You know, they have their own little thing, but there might be a time where during the day where you meet up and you have a few beers, this and that, and like, you know, reflect on the season. We all went out for dinner last Monday. Like there's times, there's times and there's places, but there's, you know, it's, there's not, yeah, like things like that aren't a good look, I don't think. But also there's, I suppose, the dynamic at Eastwood at the moment is like the guys put in their hard work on the field on Saturday. They fucking, like that, they're, they're they they went to war like they did their fucking eighty minutes. Their bodies are hurting, so it's time. It's the onus is now back on us to do some fucking review and do some and do it do that part. So like yeah, if yeah. if you were going out getting fucking hammered, I feel like I wouldn't be pulling my weight. If you can do it all though, that's where the real key. Well, if you can, do it, <laughs> you can do it all, but I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not sure. I, it, anyway, it's, it's just a. It's just a side piece, but I do miss those aspects. Like, fuck, I was I was in bed by eleven o'clock, and I was thinking I'd done the review, and I was thinking, fuck, I wouldn't mind being a tracks. Like, I just want to. I haven't been there in a couple of years. Fuck, it'd be it'd be fun, but it's just it just doesn't happen. So I've actually felt, um, I need I need I'm need to go out. I'm dying to go out, chubby. Get me you out. Go, you don't need to go out. Oh, bro, I bro, <laughs> I have not. I, and I know you're you fucking. I haven't I had it. I, I haven't had it. I haven't had a schooner since Christmas, since fucking New Year's Eve. Fuck off, you haven't. Jesus. I wish I could say the same. That's what I mean. So, like, I'm in a a four-month fucking absolute hole at the moment, and I think it's it's weighing on me. Just just not just doing the same shit. Finish game, review, Sunday, review, go Monday. You need a little bit of chaos in your life, Jed. Do you know what I mean? I need, like, a weekly dose of chaos. Otherwise, I just go crazy. Find chaos. Just something different. So you know, like you like drive a car the crash, road. or like you want me to. I've had a few of those late, lately. But you, you know, you drive the same way to work every day. You get the same coffee. You go to the same lunch places. You just same way to training. Same people. Just need a little break from the routine every now and again. Yeah, Maybe I'm dying. Get it. Yeah, I'm dying for like a wedding or a fucking. 21st, <laughs> still bombing to 21st. Oh fuck. <laughs> You can't go during footy season unless it's a nighttime one. Well, I've got, bro, I'm turning 30 in a month. 
You old piece of shit. I know it's fucking. It's fucking literally awful. Like you get, you know. I'm sure you. Uh, actually, I don't 30 know. Thirty's a big one. Thirty's a big one, and then everything after that, you're like, Ugh. well, I don't like. Uh, you get the message from the family, like, what day do you want to do drinks and this? And I'm thinking, uh, fucking, don't. I don't want to do any of that. I want a one way ticket to fucking Mexico. Give that- me some money. All I want for my present is money. And I want everyone to leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> yeah, but look, you can't do that. It's, it's not about you. It's about it's about the it's about everyone else. That's right. But I'm thinking I'm not doing. I can't, don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I want to go to a twenty first. No, yeah, being thirty sucks. But everything after that is all right until forty. That I'm told, like thirty four. I'm thirty four now. Don't Holy fuck! Oh, just <laughs> just quiet, just quietly. Liam Dwyer played first grade for South on the weekend. He's retired this year. <laughs> He's like 36. How yeah, did that happen? Uh, but a lot of injuries there, I'm told. That's fucking so, that's loose. They they cops so, a bit of a pizzling. Yes, I didn't watch. But that's oh, um th- that's a wild situation. Um 36 years old, front 35, I think he is, front row. Good club fun. person. That's crazy. I that's would never fun. do that. I, I mean, when I say that's fucked, kudos <laughs> thing, but like fuck that. I I couldn't imagine anything worse. I, no, I would I wouldn't even do it. No way. Are you got, are we are we are you gonna are we alluding to the reason that you were at our game on the weekend or is that staying off Oh the- no, I'm helping the Newcastle Fords to the end of the year. So okay. I don't I don't know if they want that said or anything. I'm sure I'll get a message if they don't want that said, but yeah, I'm helping them out for the rest but, of the year. Um could you have done that after the Eastwood round, maybe, you fucking prick? Uh well it didn't make any difference. Well, the <laughs> luckily we I all we'd done was set piece like this week because fuck me, like the Hunter have got a, quite a good set piece and it could have been a well they've done they've done a lot of good work there, man. They've like uh, honestly, really good club. They got some great guys there. Bubba Coleman's a great dude. Um, I'm not just saying that because I think he listens to this, <laughs> even though he's a good dude. Um, and yeah. man, they've done some really good work, and I've really enjoyed it so far. I've only been to a couple of sessions, and, and that was my first game day. Um, yeah, man, they 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 got some talent up there, mate. They got some talent up there. Yeah, it's you it's know. it's 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 interesting. I I, I hope. Well, what's the plan? Do you know? Um, well. Fuck, you're not going to know. You've only been there for a cup of coffee, but like, are they going to yeah. put more grades in the comp, or like, is is there plan? Well, to- I, I asked about it, and he goes, "Well, if we've got an away game at Southern Districts, fourth grade are going to have to leave at like four thirty in the morning to get there on time." I go, oh, "That's actually a really good point." So I, I think at Bro, the moment, I, I back that. I, I I'm with him, but then at the same time, Sydney are like, "Well, every club's got to have fucking four grades and three Colts." So yeah, like. I, I don't know. I did ask the question and the reasoning. I, I think they could do it, but I I don't know. I don't want to speak for them, but I I, I kind of get that. Like if you're, I, mean, I get that. If you if you're playing an away game at ten twenty in the morning in Newcastle from anywhere, you're gonna le- have to leave fucking early to get there. So, oh mate, absolutely. You know. Like you got you got to leave early to fucking watch it. I feel like yeah. the guys playing, especially since they've squeezed Colts in the middle now, like. It's genuine. It used to always be called the Breakfast Club when I was growing up, and it's fucking genuine Breakfast Club now. It's like it's like seven AM warmer. Like it's it's not for the faint hearted. No, you got to got to give lots of respect to those guys, and, and and I think they got a little bit of a secret weapon playing up there. I haven't actually been to a home game yet. I think this week will be the first one. Um, I actually like playing up there, which is probably not what they want to hear. But I 
we I played it played there as a player and I've coached there and it was good. I fucking but it, enjoyed but it. But it is a little disruptive from the usual routine. Hundred percent disruptive yeah. and it always plays I think it has to inevitably plays into people wondering like fuck. Like I've got to worry about the boys going up there. Like you've got to leave early for traffic, or are they gonna go there? Yeah, it's just people or... humans like a bit of routine and it's uh like, I think... it's like playing in cow, mate, to be honest. Like you Yeah, exactly. You know it's gonna be fucking fun, but you gotta I don't know. I don't know. But- your head could almost be on other things when you go to Cowra, particularly you being quite famous in that part of the world. Yeah, I'm no. still planning my move there. I'm still planning my move there at the moment. Hey, we should go. We'll go visit the Cummins as, um, when we got a maybe on off weekend. Hopefully, the their season's still going when the shoot shield ends. And that, we'll would go out the finals. that would oh, be very good. That would be very good. God, it'd be so fun. That would be oh, very, very good. Great. It's a great town, Cowra. Great people. I'd have to start drinking daily to fucking get my, like, my drinking boots ready. My sea legs ready. You, mate, that's a fucking great part of the world. But yes, no, it was good. It was good to be on the sideline again. I enjoyed it. I like seeing how other people do things. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, fair enough. Well, um, that's, a, that's, a, that's a fair bit of rugby. Oh, is there any other questions? I think you have one more. No? Oh, yeah. This one's a bit of a silly one, but we'll ask it anyway, mate. Oh, that's, uh, what we, that's what we do here, apparently. So... Would you recommend James Whalen to oh, date anyone's James Wayland to date anyone's daughter? I wouldn't say I wouldn't recommend it because he's a lovely he's a lovely fellow. Uh, I spent a lot of time with young James, and I thought he had a very good game on the weekend, just quietly. Um, he's playing well, and I don't compliment him lightly. No, uh, I'm not. But yes, to answer that question, yes, I think James Wayland should date your daughter. Well, I've got. My the my uncle who I work for he's he's got a daughter who's twenty five and she's they come to all the games she's she's looking for like a, a player and I literally just get my fifteen list and just cross fucking fourteen out. <laughs> and Whaley, not, not no no disrespect to Whaley, I don't think he's probably making the cut looks wise, but he's <laughs> got it's got a good personality. Yeah, well, look, but he's crossed out as well. Um, so the only way you, the only way you're making that list really is if you're fucking a saint, or I, ha- I don't know you very well, because otherwise you're all crossed off the list. So none of you uh, can date my cousin. <laughs> hey, what's your Instagram? Just while? No, nah, I'm not doing that. Not doing that. Not doing that, <laughs> not doing that bro. Uh, oh, fuck. Anyway, hell. that's all I got for you. Um, the UFC fights were good. Volkanovski looked like a f- Fucking absolute weapon. Um, Stylebender's boring the hell out of me. Um, Yeah, so that's how. I'm not a Stylebender guy. What a fucking, I think the Undertaker thing, did you see his walkout? Oh, yeah, I know, like, uh, I just don't like it. Just get your own gimmick, bruh. Just fucking fight better. I, I think he's very beatable. I think you'll get beaten. By someone. I don't know that, who. That Alex Pereira motherfucker looks crazy. I'm a, I see. I'm a huge Sean Strickland guy. So I was, <laughs> I was devastated when he got like that. <laughs> Doesn't that guy, that Alex Pereira looks like a fucking killer. An absolute yeah, he's a, murderer. He's a, he's a killer. He's shredded. Um, you, just, you just wonder what they have to go through in their lives to have that fucking crazy look in, in their eyes. Eh? Well, most of them are like, uh, that's the reason you, you like I don't think I could be a boxer oh, obviously I couldn't be a boxer I'm not very good at boxing but I, if I couldn't be a fighter because like like every one of them story is like yeah you know he was born as a crack baby on the streets of Rio de Janeiro uh, at seven years old he fathered his first child 
like shit like that. And you're like, imagine you like my preview or your preview be like, he grew up comfortably and went to a nice school. Uh, he's <laughs> he had middle, loving parents who are supported his middle endeavors. class Caucasian, supported by his parents at the age of 30. <laughs> like, this doesn't really have the same ring to it, does it? Um, what do you think the youngest father ever has been? We should Google that actually. That'd be fucking wild. Let's have a bet while well, we're back in it. Okay, it's going no. Well, uh, I think Don't like ever father. Keep going, keep going. I'm listening. I think like back in the day, like back in the history history days, people were like getting full families by 13. So I reckon, I reckon it's going to be about 10. Okay, the youngest father in the world is reportedly a boy from China who at nine fathered a child with an eight-year-old girl. This occurred in 1910. There you go. That's fucking wild, dude. I'm not sure how I feel about that now that I know it. I'm not what was, it? Sure. what was his name? Is he the ultimate? Oh, I don't know. Hong or something. Kim. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, I, I told you he'd be around that 10 mark, but I, yeah, I, I think you should still be learning colors around there, not... not um, I'm thinking of boning girls at that age. Not <laughs> spreading your particularly seed across. Not, particularly not other eight-year-old girls. And oh, Lord be, knows that conversation. Well, that's fuck. We're going to get redacted for this. But Lord knows that story ended with they both were plagued by illness and died happily at 13 in the Chinese countryside. This was that's a weird conversation. I'm thankfully I never edit this podcast and that'll stay in. The other thing, the other thing I wanted to bring up, which Kate suggested, is we should do a live podcast somewhere someday. Potentially in Cowra, you know. Potentially in Cowra. How do we do that though? Because if I got the recording equipment, we just fucking I don't know, film it, put it up live. We don't have to stream it or anything because every time we stream, it sucks. Yeah, I don't like streaming. There's something wrong with it. Well, I think it's if we we're in person, we had all the shit. Uh, that would probably work good. But it would be good if we could actually figure out how to do alternative commentary live and like well and easy. You know, like oh, I don't know how that works, uh, but like nah, because there's a twenty second delay. That I know, like, I know. They were that's smart. That's why uh, you're listening to fucking Sunny Bill talk about tight shorts and fucking. I am gonna make more Sunny Bill ultra clips, but um, <coughs> yeah, look, I don't. I'd love to do a live pod. We should do it in my apartment. And have a slap fighting tournament. I want to have the slap fighting tournament. I think because it's probably illegal, we just make the players wear masks. We invite the biggest player from each club here. We crowdfund two grand for the winner, something like that. And we just just do the podcast um, in my apartment. Other thought I had, I like that as well. (laughs) But we were talking about, you know, Rob James, heavyweight beer drinking champion of the world. Yeah, yeah. Absolute, we- absolute weapon of a bloke, uh, powerful Rob James, uh, is having some kind of beer drinking tournament or like drinking event that where you can actually crown a heavyweight champion of the world, get like a belt made up, promote it. You know, maybe we could do that as well. What he's creating that? No, no, I was thinking of doing it because I got a lot of free time lately. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bad idea. I don't so like. I don't. I don't want to be that. illegal, but it'd be fun. We could have you. Have you seen the movie Basketball? Yes, I have seen the movie. Of course you have. You're a fucking cultured man. Yeah. But we could create our own like underground community where we have like a heavyweight drinking belt, like the ultimate drinking champion. Yeah, but what if when like the ultimate drinking champion, like when they die, what happens? But did you die? Yeah, but that's like, <laughs> we all just we <laughs> I run. Thought too, I haven't thought a lot about it. Oh, obviously, it's way it's, that's it's, why. Tubby, you're basically, the fucking lawyer. Why was it sound like it's not baseball? It sounds a lot more like beer fest to me. 
Well, yeah. Like the one where they have a world championship of drinking? It's <laughs> not the do... one where they play basketball. <laughs> no, but it was more like the, yeah. I don't know why Beer Fest didn't spring to mind, but we should do that. Yeah, I don't mind that. I, I'd get around that. I, um, yeah, look, I, I think there's some, there's legs in that. There's legs in slap fighting. Um, and there's legs, I got like $67. So I'm hoping, have you seen Euro Trip? Yeah, of course. You know, when they're like, fuck, we only have $3 left. What could we get with that? And they arrive in Bratislava and like they, they're kings. Yeah. I'm hoping that Getting that works. Too. I'm hoping that works in Cowra. So like if I, if I, if everything goes south, I just take my $67 there and see what happens. Um, Cowra is a great place. I don't know if we've mentioned that. <laughs> Actually, I've got, because I know you're going to ask what's been fucking on my mind slash grinding my gears this week. Yeah, I want to know, do you have an enemies list? Anyone fucking bothering you? Oh, so many people are bothering me. It's not going to be on my enemies list, but fuck me, man. The, the online coaching staff of rugby, people putting up clips of, okay, so the worst, the worst, Clip page names. in the world is Name rugby. Names. Is rugby network? It's an American based. I've posted some of the stuff on the Instagram for. Effectively, you just get a guy passing from left to right, and the, it'll be in like slow motion, and it'll be like rugby, the sport of kings, and it's just a guy passing. So, if that's the highlight from the game, how like you, there was eight games on the weekend? How fucking awful were these games? Like, uh, but that's just America doing American things. But like, holy fuck, man! There's some people doing like. Improve your. I'm watching one today. Improve your passing, and it's like he's holding a ball with one hand, and, he, and someone's throwing a medicine ball at him with the other hand. Like, am I a dinosaur here, or do you just fucking go and pass? Like, what the fuck are they doing? Like, it, it's just, or st- you're standing on a bosa ball with one hand with like a oh, chop. Fuck, like, I hate that shit. With a chopstick in your nose, and you got to like blow a balloon Blindfolded. up. Blindfolded. And it's going to improve, like, yeah. your, your scrumging technique. Uh, like, just go and fucking pack some scrums and yes. squat. I'm with you. I'm, I'm, I'm with just, you. I don't, I'm it's like, it's get... like making it fancy so it looks good on Instagram. Oh, look, try this fancy drill. Just go fucking eight on eight. Well, I was go watching eight one on of eight. I was watching one, and they're, like, they're doing the pilfer thing. You know, you hold them back with bands on the pilfer. When do you ever get held back? No. Yeah. I was gonna, but, like, you wasn't even picking the ball up. Like they were just, they were just all that like sliding in and <coughs> it, oh fuck it shits me. Oh, it shouldn't shit me, but it's in my algorithm. So when I'm scrolling through trying to f- f- fill time, like I'm just oh these fucking people. That and gambling websites. But no, I agree with you. There's some people that we know who do all that shit and they get views upon views, and it does oh. my fucking head in. You put out some quality clip of you talking shit about something and it gets five fucking views. Well, I might have to start reacting to those clips, <laughs> which fuck, that could cause some dramas. But yeah, like some of them, people send me them all the fucking, I cannot wake up without Mr. X or someone else sending me a clip of like 11 people like packing into a shed or something trying to improve their line out abilities. Like I, they know that he knows it gets to me and it does get to me. So now my, my algorithm, instead of being fighting and fucking Mexican cartels, is full of that shit. Um, have you seen the new Nick Cage movie? No, the one where he plays himself. Fuck, it's funny, dude. You got to watch it. Oh, so, fuck, what's it called? The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. It's basically what this podcast is going to be called. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will fill you in since I know for a fact Batcher doesn't listen to this podcast. He, Batcher, <laughs> when he was in Italy, 
was clearly losing his mind, very, very bored. And he made a top 100 movies in order and released eight, 10 each week. And he regularly references that which movies are and aren't in the top 100. Um, and the core, the core element which made them high or low was repeat watchability. And Nicolas Cage was a very, very firm component of this top 100. So I... That should be a Con Air guy, sure. Oh, Natural nice. Treasure. That's what Treasure's gun Like is. Face Off. Um, like, but I, I, I believe Con Air's number one of the top 100. But it, look, there's time. Time has... So this is like, had you been in Italy without Kate, nothing's happening. And so he, like, like Lord of the Rings 2's at like 40. Lord of the Rings 3's are like 98. So like he's really gone through it. It's not just throwing things out there. So he put some serious thought into it. Oh, and occasionally someone will be like, "Oh, bro, you, what you haven't seen this?" And he's like, "Oh, thirty-seven. Like <laughs> he's got some problems." And I was standing under the covers at Eastwood, like the one spot where you don't get rained on, and he's come yeah. right up next to him and goes, "You know, my coffee's like didn't even know it was me." And I'm like, "Oh, sure, Ben. How are you?" Really? <laughs> just out of nowhere. Um, yeah. National Treasure quality films, Nicola. This, but this one's so fucking funny, dude. He does such a good job taking the piss of himself. You'd fucking love it. Yeah, I know look, you're a big, you're a big Nick Cage. Guy, I'm not really right? a big Nick Cage guy, but I've seen it advertised a lot. I will get around to watching it eventually. Um, but um, message Basher for his top 100 movies if you if you're out there. <laughs> yeah, that's that's they came from me. Um, is that what we got anything else like anything inspiring you any sort of you know thoughts to leave I mean if you get another rain day do you want to do another podcast this week oh, you electrocuted me. <laughs> that'll, that'll, that's um that's gonna I know be they things electrocuted. yeah um, if, you put your, if you put your tongue on them they do fuck um <laughs> yeah I'll, if, I'll, I'll do another one if I got a rain day I, I'd we do have an unreleased one with Tane Edmed which I need him fucking Anyway, it's a long story, but I would like to get that one out there as well. But um, yeah, I'm happy. He said to- some. Was that the one he said some like racist and homophobic things on? Yeah, he was. He was really. Sh- he was really shitting on equality in that one. So <laughs> I had to pull him- cockfighting and gambling, I to- and I had to pull him up on it a little bit um, and do some editing. But I would like to get that one out there. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm, if I, I think I'll be rained off tomorrow. I mean, unless it's school holiday, so Barker's not there. Um, we're not training for Eastwood tonight, so. You got a bit of free time. How good? No, I, I, I interrupted you. Like, what's uh, what are your thoughts? Are you going to do any personal development during your downtime this week? What are you trying to learn at the moment? You know, what's what's the whole thought process behind the Jed, Jed Gillespie life plan at the moment? Um, I'm about to clean my bathroom, right? So, uh, right now, so I can only that, imagine that's what my next sort of job is. And the way I clean my bathroom is I take everything out of the bathroom get in the shower and then just poke the shower nozzle out and spray the whole bathroom. Um, you with me? Are you following how that works or not? No, no. I live in like a real house and stuff. So the bathroom's no, separate. No, <laughs> like you just get the, get the water source and you just shoot it out and just yeah. and scrub the, the walls and shit. In the shower, you just, you know, spray some detergent around there. I mean, no one really likes getting down close to the toilet bowl and like fucking... So is your is your maid there at the same time while you're in the shower? She's off today, Carla. Uh, she's off, so just you just get water, just smashing the bathroom. So basically, I turn it into a wet room. Um, so I'll just gurney that off. So I need to do that. I'll probably I might vacuum. 
whenever I get a day off, I go, I'll try and just go to the gym. So I'm not a, a big fat piece of shit, to be honest. But, so I'll do that as well if I can. But are you paying there? Fuck. Even though I got a gym downstairs, I never, never use it. <laughs> I have to. I, I can't do home gyms. I could only do home gyms during COVID. And that was cool because people would come around and use it and I could talk to them. But I go up to TG because you got to get out of your fucking house. Yeah. I got nowhere to go these days. Oh fuck off, bro! <laughs> I, from the beach, I've been to the beach since fucking Nam. So you're you're at the beach every other day getting a cappuccino, eight eight shots on the rocks. That's true. I do drink a lot of coffee. Um, but so your your inspirational message for the people this week is you're going to clean your bathroom. I love that. That's a, probably a lot of women. Remember that. Who, remember that mother one that one dude gave that one speech and he's like. You know, winning the war starts by making your bed in the morning or something. And I've everyone recites that. Mm-hmm. This is just another version of that. So instead of that, I'm going to tell you a good way to clean your bathroom is just grab your hose, your shower nozzle, and just start spraying, spray the walls. It doesn't matter. It's all tiled. And then just give it a wipe down while you're in there. It's fucking inspirational, <laughs> inspirational way to end. Um, can people please subscribe? If you if you are one of the very fucking few people that watch this on YouTube, can you please like, subscribe, share this? We're almost at six hundred. We only need four hundred and seventeen more until we can start fucking making money. I don't know why we're not going viral yet. Possibly because both of us don't know how to use social media very well. Uh, you know. oh, I figured out. I figured out how to make clips now. So you're all in. Anyone comment? Any dual international boxes out there? You're in big trouble because I figured out how to react to things. So I noticed you didn't tag him in it just quietly. I'll tag him in it. I don't give a shit. He's the all-time goat of doing everything. He just cannot speak English. So you can't be a commentator. Commentator. All right. That's all we've got, people. Um, yeah. Buy caffeine gum, please. Do it. What's do up? It, do it. Do it. Go we to Kara. We should do the thing Americans do and just post, like influencers do, and they just post their cash app and people send them money for no reason. Do people do that? Yeah. We should start a Patreon. No. Why? Because I don't want people paying to do anything. I just want to. Oh, I forgot something. I've got to ask you this. So if, if um, you're obviously a big OnlyFans user, but if someone was going to pay you to have your own OnlyFans, if mm. you were making. I don't know, say an extra 10 grand, 20 grand a month, would you do it? Is my face in it? Yeah. What am I doing on there? Uh, adult acts. I don't know. 30 grand a month. 30 grand a month. That's a good coin. Is 50 this- grand a month. Yeah, right. Right. Is that it? That's a, is that the question? Is that easy? Yeah, no. Well, I was having this chat with someone the other day, and they're like, "No, not doing it. Two million a month. No, not doing it." Because two million make, a month. Some of them make like multiple millions of dollars a month. Yeah, I understand like, that. Most of them are really famous before they do it. But I'm like, as if you fucking wouldn't do that, Chubby. Do, do it for I a think, year. I need to be very explicit here. I am not having sex with you on camera. <laughs> I don't care how much you plan to crowdfund. It is not happening. $2 million a month, you wouldn't do that. <laughs> no, I actually wouldn't do that for $2 a month. I wouldn't so last my month. You're not, a, you're not as much of a sick bastard as everyone says you are. No. Um, 
Well, let's end it. Let's end there on that. Fuck, this has been a bit of a wild episode. Um, yeah. I don't know what else to say, guys. Please keep following along. If you got this far, we love you. Uh, buy gum. And please send Jed Gillespie nudes. Boom. Bye.